Welcome to the Wookie Gunners Rebels Chat with your host, Jonah Marie, and a super tactical droid to my B1 battle droid, my, my mom, Maria. <laughs> How long does it took you to get that one? That one actually took like five seconds. I was like, yes, this is perfect. Rebels Chat is a family-friendly podcast where my daughter and I share impressions, reactions, and our favorite moments of the latest Star Wars Rebels episode. In today's episode, we will be chatting about The Last Battle, written by Brent Friedman and directed by Bosco Ng. In The Last Battle, Captain Rex leads Kanan, Ezra, Seb, and Chopper through a salvage mission on Agamar, where they end up getting captured by a unit of all battle droids determined to fight one last battle to end the Clone Wars. This episode was kind of meh. You know, it was just boring. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was an amazing episode. Oh, my God. I mean, from start to finish, what an episode. And that's the end of our podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I loved it. It was it was a great throwback throwback to Star Wars The Clone Wars. Yes. And having just started watching it with you, it, it was fun to relive some of those elements like the battle droids and uh, yeah and, and when they talk about the battle of genosis i know what they're talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah, exactly so there you go <laughs> so we start off this episode with a salvage mission they all disembark from the ghost and you have Hera asking kanan hey do you need any help are you, are you sure and this is sort of like you know when the guy needs to ask directions but he never asks directions yes <laughs> so it's sort of like are you sure you know we could and he's like no i, I we we've got this we, yeah. in a way. <laughs> and i love that he's like i'm sure everything will go horribly wrong <laughs> <laughs> i love that Keenan, you know even though he suffered this major loss and has experienced traumatic events and whatnot he still sticks to his humor and who he is naturally. Yeah, my manager, I have a manager and, and, and he's always saying, you laugh because if you don't laugh, you cry. Exactly. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. You have Ezra saying that, you know, they, they'll be fine because they have a Clone Wars veteran. And and Rex, actually, when you look at Rex's face, he kind of like rolls his eyes or he's yeah. just not like... No, he, he's not into the, the whole veteran things. Remember, when, when he went off with Wolf and Gregor, they basically went off to disappear, to be away from the whole battle thing. And then he got pulled back. And he's here in the middle of it again. And he's older. He's more mature. And it's not like he doesn't want to be there because he wants to. But he's already lost Ahsoka. He he doesn't know, you know. And he's starting to feel a sense of, you know what? I, I don't think I should be here anymore. I think it's time for me to retire. Really? I, the, what my impression was that, you know, at the end of a war, you're usually given some sort of thanks or... But, but this is the thing. They, 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 he, he never ended a war. I know. That's the thing. When when Ezra says that, he is just like, uh, not really. I feel it's more like he is there. He's going to do his job. He's going to do what it takes because that is who he is. But... 
he'd rather be somewhere else. I don't think as good as of a soldier that he is, and he will continue to be until he's no longer needed or the day he dies, he, dies, he doesn't want to be a soldier anymore. Mm. I didn't get that, but I, it, that's interesting to think about. Because he, 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 he was doing, he, he was getting his... His moments of not PTSD, but you know, of, well, some of people actually, some people actually call yeah, it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because it, it, it's that sense of getting caught on a moment that is no longer there, but you don't know how to get out of it. Mm, mm-hmm. And he got caught in in those moments. Yeah, I also got the impression that he just didn't want to be reminded that he was a Clone Wars veteran, that he just wanted to be considered just another soldier, just another person doing their their job. I could um, be too. Yeah, because like, like it could I be said, a combination of all those things, things you know, together. different, mm-hmm. the, the different feelings, different emotions. Yeah, Rex is a hard man to read sometimes. Yes, <laughs> it's a complicated man. Yeah, yeah. Nobody <laughs> loves him, but it's women, <laughs> which is me. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> and then you have Rex using Sir, then General, General. then King. <laughs> like, I don't know what to call you, man. <laughs> and then Ezra picks up an old battle droid head and he's like, oh, you know, they don't look all that dangerous. And Rex turns to him and he's like, listen, those droids wiped out a lot of Republic troopers. Many of them were my friends. So, yeah, it was a very um, careless thing to say on Ezra's part. Yes. And Kanan is the wise one to say, uh, battles leave scars, some Some you can't can't see. see. And it's funny because when they used that line in the trailer, I was actually thinking, he's obviously referring to himself. But in the end, it turned out that he was referring to Rex the whole time. So that was pretty interesting. And then Rex decides to go and do some recon and he ends up finding some proton bombs. So they're they're in luck. They find what they need. Of course, things go as horrible as usual. (laughs) Just like like Kanan had predicted. And they get caught in a ray shield and they get captured by Separatist battle droids. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. (laughs) When I heard that Roger Roger. Yes. Mm, and that's what, distracted, that's what distracted Chopper. <laughs> yeah. So he had to go off and do his own thing on the side. Otherwise, he would have gotten captured too. I love, love, love that Ezra says, Who's Roger? <laughs> <laughs> love that. And it's funny because the Star Wars account at the time, they had tweeted that image of Ezra asking, Who's Roger? And they were promoting the the Lego show, Freemaker Adventures, because one of the characters is a battle, battle droid, droid and his name is Roger. So I thought that was so cool, the fact that they had promoted Roger, it. Roger. Yeah, Roger, <laughs> Roger. And the battle droids, once, they, once they're given the go-ahead to electrify them so that they get knocked out, they start dragging them along. And I love that one of them said, we haven't captured anyone in years. <laughs> and the other one said, we haven't captured anyone ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love them. I miss that humor. Yeah, they were the, the comedy relief. They were, but it was sad at the same time. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, you didn't want to miss them because you will miss the jokes. But then again, you know, you didn't want them there because they were killing everything yeah. and everybody. Exactly, exactly. Then they, they get taken to the command center and that's where the super tactical droid is. And Rex starts to wake up and he's sort of like in a daze still. Yeah, he's still he, trying to come out of it. He he gets one of those flashes yeah. where he 
thinks he's back in the war and he's calling, talking to Cody. Yes, yes. That was, you know what? I think Cody is actually dead. I, I liked my theory at first that he was still in the Empire. He was still adhering to their ways. Now that he's mentioned Cody twice and he's referred to him in a way where the first time it was a nice memory. So I have a feeling that Cody died and it would be even worse if Rex had done it. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? And we never, I don't know what, what that story I, I, is. I need more, more story, more background to how some of the clones managed to overcome Order 66. Me too. I would like these answers as well, Mommy. We Dave. need answers, we need, people. We need answers, Dave. And I love the fact that Kanan called Rex buddy. Yeah. He's like, buddy. I need you here now, I need buddy. You yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I like that they are, in fact, buddy-buddy. They're they're good friends now. They rely on each other for everything. And Kanan suspects, because he obviously can't see what's going on, and he suspects that the leader is a super tactical droid. This episode is mainly focused on Rex and his need to finish this war as much as Kalani, who's a super tactical droid. But Kanan was also in the war for however short of a time that was. So he is aware of like what a super tactical droid is, what this kind of maneuver is and, yeah. and whatnot. So. Yeah, because he explains to Ezra when Rex gives the you know the strategy that they're going to be used. Yeah. He's the one that explains to, to explains Ezra it, yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. So he's also a Clone Wars veteran, if you want to think of it that way. And... Rex informs the super tactical droid, whose name is Kalani, has, um, he says, after Clone Order 66, the whole droid army was given a shutdown command. And Kalani responds, saying that the Jedi betrayal ended the war for most of the galaxy, but here on Agamar, I assumed it was a Republic trick and prevented the shutdown command. I am very curious as to how he went about well, doing, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this character is... Very smart, smarter than the average individual. So I'm sure he would have figured out something. But I love that he assumed that it was a Republic trick. Trick. And that he needed to... They probably didn't have actual separatist overseers there. No, no it looks probably, like it was just there them. Were, or just them, which could make it easier for them to take control. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, he was in the Clone Wars in series. And it's not an episode that we've gotten to yet. It's an episode that happens in season five. And he does play a part in what's called the Onderon arc. There's a character in that arc called Saw Guerrera who will later play a part in Rogue One. So it was a cool connection how we get to see this droid who was involved in that arc who was involved with another character, who is going to be involved in Rogue One. So it was a nice little... uh, Connect the dots. Six degrees of separation. (laughs) (laughs) And then Zeb ends up interjecting into this conversation, and and Kalani says, your species were not involved in the Clone Wars, so you will be the hostage your allies must save. So I thought it was pretty cool that we got... It was a little tiny bit of information, but the Lasat weren't involved in in Clone Clone Wars. And... It could have been because of the fact that the Lasat hadn't been conceived at that time. This, the Lasat came into being a thing for Star Wars Rebels, the Star Wars Rebel series. But I could also see there were a lot of people who didn't partake in the war. And there were a lot of outer rim planets, ba- rim yeah. planets that um, never got to see that part. Yeah, that's why everyone out is so out of touch 
with this war and, and that's why it disappeared that's why it becomes such a like a thing of the past even though only 19 years have passed by the 90s feel like they were yesterday for some of us but for other people they were just like ages ago like that's so old <laughs> well uh, um Yesterday, one of the premieres of one of our favorite shows, there was... All the Walking Dead. The, yeah, <laughs> in the show afterwards, there was this fan who posted something and they read it. Like, this kid grew with The Walking Dead. He started watching seven when he was seven and he's, he's 14. 14 now, yeah. And then they did the math and says, wow, seven years. Yeah. And, it, and it went like that. And, and that's what happens. Time does fly. Yeah, yeah. When you're having fun with the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting against the Empire. And then Ezra chimes in. Kalani picks up on the fact that this kid might be of the Padawan. And he's like, perfect. This is the perfect scenario where it's the Jedi rescue. rescue. The Jedi and the Padawan come to rescue the helpless individual who, in this case, is poor Zeb. <laughs> and then when he asks Kanan whether this kid is his Padawan, he says, <laughs> most of the time <laughs> and actually Stefan in our questions later on he asks what was the significance behind him saying that and it's kind of like what Sabine had said when Hondo said is that Ezra and she said most of the time so those are the same exact words. Honestly, I, I didn't really take it as him being, you know, like adhering to Maul in some way or turning to the dark side. No, in some way. no. It's, it's just really, it's just Kanan just saying. Because Ezra always does his what own thing. Ezra is exactly. going to do. And, and then Kanan and Ezra aren't really a traditional master and, je- and master Padawan. They do their own thing. Yes. <laughs> so Ezra, most of the time, yeah, he's my Padawan. Other times, he does yeah. his own thing. It just so happens that many of the times, is not most, they end up getting to the same place. But it, it had nothing to do with Maul or anything. Or in his the past. dark side. side yeah. no, it, 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 it had completely to do with the fact that Ezra is Ezra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Ezra always does his own thing. I mean, look at his lightsaber yeah. and whatnot. His old lightsaber, sadly. Rest in peace. <laughs> and Kanan agrees, unfortunately. We ha- in order to get out of this dilemma, we have to agree to what Kalani is asking us to do. And Ezra actually is the one to set the terms. And I love that. You know, he, he this is a kid that grew Honda, up. Honda will be very proud. proud yes. He, hey, this is a kid who grew up, you know, either stealing or probably haggling as well. Like, I will give you this if you give me that. And he set the terms very well. He's like, okay, well, we'll do your thing. Only if you give us the proton bombs and you set Zeb free. And, and I love that. Like, no, like but, Rex didn't like, chime yeah, in. No. Kanan didn't chime in. So Ezra... No, Ezra no, nobody put terms no. to the engagement. <laughs> Ezra took charge in that one. Kalani decides to put the plan into effect, the battle plan Zeta, as they call it. And the battle joy is like, battle plan Zeta, finally! <laughs> They've been waiting a long time. time. Yes, they have. 17 years to be exact. And Chopper's all on his own, doing his thing. And he goes and he finds a shuttle, an old separatist shuttle. Three shuttles. He, there were three. Yeah, correct. He decides to turn it on, but obviously it's not working. It's been a long time. But the only way to make it work... Is to hit it. Yes, it's the, the, the old magic trick. It's you a, gotta to make it kick work, it. You gotta hit it. <laughs> and that has it has happened. You know, you hit something oh, yeah. and it works. Yeah, it's all the time. <laughs> you 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 wiggle and wiggle the buttons, and all of a sudden you go poop. 
Give it a tap and there it goes. There it is. <laughs> yep. And I love the fact that Hera and Sabine went to go get fuel. So the guys stayed behind to get other munitions and Hera and Sabine went to go get fuel. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, they should have stayed behind too. Why is this only a guy's mission? Honestly, I liked the way it was because what Kalani wanted was a true battle, which was the the whole Jedi rescue thing. You know, you have Kanan, who's the master, Ezra, who's the Padawan, Rex, who's the clone leader, who aids them. To have had Hera and Sabine there, they wouldn't have fit into that plan. They would have also been captive, like Zeb. And that's honestly just a waste of time for them. Like, I, I actually prefer the fact that they were actually doing something else and actually getting the job done. (laughs) <laughs> they got it done. Yeah. They even though they were being followed and yeah. it, it was sort of like a trap. Yeah, it was, but they managed to get the fuel anyway. Yeah. So notice that the girls actually got something yes. for the fleet, whereas the guys didn't get anything except for, you know, the Phantom 2. But still, that's just for their own benefit. That's not for the benefit of the whole fleet. So, yeah, the girls got stuff done. Yes. <laughs> so I like it the way it panned out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I love that Sabine says that it's more believable that Chopper would hide and call them than King and calling them yeah, directly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Governor Price was behind the whole situation. situation with the fuel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Callus was there. Yeah. And I don't know if he was being sarcastic. Yeah, me too. I couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, I, I prefer to believe he was being sarcastic. Me too. Me too. Especially because she said to follow after his expression, she said only if we if it works. Yeah. So I prefer to believe he was being sarcastic <laughs> and, and sort of like mocking the fact that her plan didn't work. Yeah. 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 Or that it won't because he knows... Who's driving that, yeah. that the ghost? <laughs> you know, they're going to inevitably escape. And then they also get the distress signal that Choppers has been sending out from Agamar. So she decides to deploy troops over to that location. If she didn't get the rebels one way, at least she could get rebels another a way, way, you know? Right? <laughs> and so Kanan and Rex... And Ezra plopped into this battle battle of sorts. Kanan gives Rex the lead because he's the one with the most experience. So a good leader always knows when to give someone else the opportunity, the opportunity to, lead, to lead. And I love that he's able to tell that there's a lot of droids. Like, he, uh, he can't see them, but he can definitely hear them. And he could probably f- sense the, uh, the, the marching. vibrations, yes. Yeah, so he knows that there's a lot. <laughs> and then Rex shouts that they should do the sword and shield maneuver. And, and Ezra's like, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> So I love that Ezra is completely clueless from beginning it's a, it's from the like beginning. It's like a kid today and and World War Two. Yeah, yeah. What, does what that is mean? the day? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then after they successfully scatter the droids and wipe out that first wave, Ezra's surprised that winning means so much to this droid. And Rex says that it's just as important to his programming. And Ezra's kind of confused by that. You know, yeah, he doesn't consider Rex. Rex is it's not a droid. droid. Yeah. He's, he's a 
person, whether it's a clone or not, he's a person. What does it mean you're programming? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And obviously Kalani's observing. He's looking at what's happening. And Zeb's like, you know, it doesn't look good for you. And uh, he's like, I'm not programmed to understand your, comprehend your humor. <laughs> and then, but, he, and then, then he goes, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it reminds me of that evil droid from um I forget what season of Clone Wars, but he had done the same, same yeah same the thing. same laughing ha ha, <laughs> and then the droidekas roll in, so the the spinning droids that come in to uh with their shields. I love those droids; they're so cool. And I remember first seeing them in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And I just thought they looked so awesome. And every time I see them, I, I like, I, I feel like a kid again. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ezra comes up with a plan. He's like, well, let's use that crane to hit the platform so that we can stop those droids. So he goes off and tries to do that, but he gets distracted by Chopper. By Chopper. I like that first he was scared yeah. <laughs> by Chopper. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he didn't know what it was. <laughs> So he gets scared, and Chopper, I love that he's tugging him by the wrist. He's like, come with me. (laughs) Chopper shows the fact that he has a shuttle, but Rex grows impatient. He's like, where is this kid? So he decides to go off on his own, and he gets shot in the process. So I thought that was very unlike Rex, because he doesn't, he was never the type of guy to He wants to get it over. Yeah, he does. He wants to get it over with. And because of that, he ended up hurting himself. So even though Ezra had taken his time, <laughs> I don't think it was necessarily his fault. It was definitely Rex's fault as well for being impatient. And he ends up saying that Generation 1 armor holds up. I'm like, I don't think your brother's... Would I, I would agree. agree with that because comment? Some, some of them would get shot and die from something like that, especially when he gets hit on the helmet later on. Yeah, how are you alive? <laughs> and then Ezra, he goes on to say, "I make a pretty good soldier, huh?" And that's when Rex kind of shuts yeah. that down. He reprimands Ezra. He says, "A good soldier follows orders." He totally went parent on on Ezra. Yeah. And says, yeah, if you were gonna, if we're gonna win this, we're gonna win it with order and discipline. Yeah. And I told my friends, and I even tweeted it out, and I said that that scene was so uncomfortable for me because you have Rex, who's my favorite, and you have Ezra, who's my favorite, and Rex is just yelling at my other favorite character, and I'm like, Rex, stop it, stop it, Rex. <laughs> And then Kanan goes up to Ezra after seeing him being down on himself. He says, it's not you. He needs to finish this battle his way. And he goes on to say, just like that droid. And I think that's the moment when he starts making the connection. Yes. Yeah, they were both used. Yeah. Yeah. And they also use the push and fire maneuver when they when they get trapped by other droidekas. Kanan ends up using the force to push one of them and then Rex shoots it. And actually, one of them just overfries completely just because of its age. Yeah. And actually, Ezra gets shot. That was the one scene, this whole episode, you know how I went in being scared for Rex. I was like, oh, God, Rex, last battle. Who, who knows? <laughs> and I ultimately didn't, wasn't even worried for Rex. When I saw Ezra get shot, I was like, oh, my God, Ezra, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you should have seen me because my mom was in here when we were watching it. We watch it in separate places. My, you missed the whole awesome uh, show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> your, your, your show. Yes. <laughs> and then Ezra starts, once they arrive, he starts to put the pieces together. He says, you know, I know the Jedi were wiped out. The clones were decommissioned and the droid army was shut down. The Clone Wars ended, but why? When he started questioning and says, says, says yes, yes, finally, <laughs> somebody caught up to the whole thing. <laughs> and and it says if and he goes on to say if none of you won, then who did? And honestly, like that was a great scene. I love the fact that Ezra was the one to question because he's always the observant one. He's always the one who's curious and always thinks that's out the outside the box. But honestly, Kanan knew that answer from the Star Wars Kanan comics from Marvel. He was the one who said Palpatine was the one who orchestrated everything. He knew that this was the character who played everyone for fools. And it was it was just interesting that the focus was placed on Ezra, obviously, because he's our focus character and he's he's the one who represents the audience. We see well, things through Ezra. You could say that just like Kanan saw the need of Rex to do his thing and, and go about it his way, he probably felt the need of... Ezra, Ezra doing it his realizing way. what the whole Clone War thing was, was about. Yeah, it and was actually, about, it, you know, it, it it goes along with what you say because at one point Rex goes to say something and Kanan holds him back and he's like, to "Let him continue. continue." Yeah. So yeah, he he knows, but he knows also when to let others figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. And in the end, the the words I said sometimes you just need to get there yourself. You mm-hmm. need, you need to say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, so Ezra put it in a way where, from their perspective, they realized that both the clones and the droids were used. They were all pawns, and yep. and they were all made to be in conflict with each other for no reason because that was going to be the way that Palpatine would take over. And that's when the Empire arrives. And I like how Seb goes, the Empire. And Ezra is so like, excited because he got the right <laughs> answer. And he said, no, they're just here. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then Ezra reminds Kalani that the Empire represents tyranny and that they took over when both sides were weak. I love that it was very Vulcan-like of him. Yeah. He's like, I accept your logic. <laughs> You know, and the poor battle droid that was holding the blaster against Zeb, he apologizes. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Because now we're on the same side. And I thought, oh, that's so sweet. I love these droids. I want to hug one. (laughs) And now they have a new plan. So now they're working together on the same side. And this is what made me, like, so happy. The Separatists and the Republic were against each other for several years. And now they're working together against one common enemy and i just oh, i love it it was so good so good <laughs> and, and so they came up with this plan to use the proton bombs to roll them over to the ATATs, and then the jedi would shoot them using the blaster fire because that was coming at them. them yeah because the droids wouldn't they don't have good accuracy 
<laughs> we know that. <laughs> and then at one point, Kanan signals to the D squad. He says D squad. And that's actually a cool Easter egg because D squad is another droid squad that we will see later on. I think it's in season five of Star Wars The Clone Wars. I know some people didn't really like those episodes, but I love those episodes and I love those droids. So when he said D squad, I was like, D squad! <laughs> <laughs> and Kalani says, I've never attempted such a desperate strategy. And Rex goes on to say, Well, that's why we won. And, and I love that there was like a banter a back of and, yeah. right there. An extra, hey guys, concentrate on the present, please. <laughs> and actually, uh, earlier today, I was looking at this scene from Rogue One where the rebels are running trying to escape the blaster fire from the AT ACTs. And it reminded me of that quote. It's like, I've never attempted a, such a desperate strategy. And that's what the rebels do. They they take yeah, risks. They take risks. They start putting this plan together. That's when the, the, the Empire starts shooting back and you have the Separatist droids coming in to shoot back. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> and it was like Pablo Hidalgo in the in Rebels Recon, he said that it's almost like opening your toy chest and pulling out all these toys and imagining that. And exactly, that's exactly what was happening in my mind. Like, I felt like a kid again watching that. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I always feel like a kid, though, so... Yeah, <laughs> nothing new. No, no, this isn't. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, you know, as they're leaving... As they're escaping in those shuttles, one shuttle doesn't make it. But at least some battle droids in Kalani's group managed to survive. Except for that one, unfortunately, who ended up falling off. And I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. But yeah, if you are if you are a fan of battle droids, I recommend watching Freemaker Adventures. I mean, that show is just so cool. <laughs> and so they end up going off on their separate ways. But before they do that... Rex says, we all just won the Clone War and you ended it, Ezra. I I know some people were like, well, that's kind of a stretch. I mean, <laughs> to me, at that moment, Rex is alluding at the fact that so many years of these two groups fighting a complete Senate of who, may, who knows how many uh, planets trying to make this and trying to bring logic to what was happening. And it took Ezra what? And also the fact that he was able to do what nobody was able to do back then, which is bring those two sides together. Well, the clone yeah. from Rex's side mentality and the mentality of the droid on the other side, he was able to pull them together into one common goal. Yeah, yeah, that that I get. And, but, and that nobody ever was able to do. Well, nobody really had the chance. They that, that's what, And that's what Ezra goes on to say. They couldn't win the war. He says, all I did was point out that none of you were meant to win. So even if... Like, like there were so many other players like Count Dooku, Palpatine, and all these other people who would prevent 
that sort of melding of mentality. Like, there was no way, like, senators tried and tried, but Ezra has the benefit of hindsight. This is 17 years later. later. Of course, Rex is going to be able to say, oh, yeah, you you ended the Clone War through this last battle. But technically, he didn't, in in a way. He, like he said, he just pointed out the fact that none of them could win it. The Clone War, unfortunately, was a ruse. This wasn't meant to be won by anyone but Palpatine, sadly. (laughs) <laughs> yep. and then the Kalani Kalani why <laughs> he, say, he goes on to say based on the uh, based upon this battle I calculate that you have less than a 1% chance of staging a successful rebellion against the Empire and then, like the first thing that comes to my mind is Han Solo saying never tell me the odds <laughs> 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 but yeah, you know what? The rebels managed to do it with but that you less know than one percent. That's how it's always is. Yeah, the little guy going against the big guy, and what are the probabilities there when you have nothing or you're smaller? It's it's the drive, it's it's the purpose, it's the goal, it's what it means, what in the end has worth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they end up signing off and go off on their own way. It would have been cool, honestly. It would have been cool for Kalani to have joined them. He he knows how to go about making effective plans like Rex. So it would have been nice if they had at least come away with, with him instead of the proton bombs. But, you know, he is entitled to his own life now, I guess. And then uh, I love that Ezra says, Roger, Roger. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kanan ends up telling Hera to tell Sabine that this new ship that they have, the, the Phantom 2 or however they're going to call it, and that it's it needs a paint, a paint job. job. <laughs> and I, I love that he still acknowledges that artistic that side, side of her. Of her. Yeah. yeah. And some final thoughts include the fact that in an earlier script... Ezra was supposed to befriend B-1268, one of the droids, the battle droids, and he would have called them clanky. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so, so sad that this did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) And again, my other final thought is to watch the Freemaker Adventures. Please watch it. It's so good. I, I can't stress that enough. And now, fan questions and thoughts. We have a lot of fan questions and thoughts today. And Wow, guys, you were busy, huh? Yes, very busy. Patty asked, why do you think that Rex put so much emphasis on Ezra following orders? He's a soldier, and he's in the in that mode right at that moment. And this is the opportunity that never came when he was with his own troop, his own group. So now he has a chance, whether it's a reluctant one because he didn't want to engage at first, but still it's his chance. And the last thing a soldier wants is to lose because all the soldiers don't follow the rules. Yeah. And what uh, you had mentioned earlier, he wanted to win, to win this. this. Yeah. Ezra got in the way of that. You know, yeah. even though he had a brilliant plan, he didn't execute it well and he didn't time it well. Mm-hmm. And that could have put them in jeopardy and that would have lost Zeb and he would have lost the war, yeah. me- metaphorically speaking. Yeah. So um, that's why he put so much emphasis on it and yelled at my poor blueberry. blueberry. Dang it, Rex. 
And she goes on to ask, what did you think of how the droids were portrayed, especially the tactical droid? They were an older version yeah. of the originals. Yeah, the yeah. originals were very clumsy and they do allude to the fact that they don't have good aiming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they were made to be disposable. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. And um, after... 15 plus years, 17 years, mm -hmm. they, they, they're rusted and their batteries are not as in, in, in full capacity. capacity. Yeah. So I think it was a very good portrayal because even though they're old and even though they don't have full capacity to go on the way that they're supposed to, they did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they did. I And... It was great seeing them again. I mean, it's funny. Some people said that this was very nostalgic when the series really just ended three years ago. <laughs> so I think what made it feel nostalgic for some people was the way that it abruptly ended. The fact that for the characters themselves, 17 years have passed by. Yeah. You know, that's a, ch a good chunk of time. And I even in my review, I wrote that in A New Hope, it's mentioned the Clone Wars. And A New Hope is already you know, as old as you mm -hmm. are. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So we know I'm old. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I love the portrayal. And then for the super tactical droid, Kalani, I really liked his portrayal in this episode and how he followed logic. And because of that, he was able to be more identifiable. Yeah, live long and prosper. Yes. <laughs> And she also asked, were you thinking, like I was, that this should have been a season two episode and that Ahsoka should have been there with Rex? Actually, that would have been more for the fans yeah, than for the whole um, meaning and, and purpose of, of the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fan so, service. Yes, yeah. because here we do have... To me, a more valid reason to have this moment. This is about Rex. This is about the clones and the droids. Right. The separatists and the... And it wasn't even really about Kanan or Ezra. They were just there because they, they emulated they that ma master Padawan. Thing. Yeah. Yes, I can see it being good for a season two part and with Ahsoka there. But I think this was uh, the best moment. Yeah, this was meant for just Rex. Yes. And his counterpart, Kalani. It ended up having more meaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Although it would have been super cool to be... <laughs> to with Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah but, Ahsoka. obviously Ahsoka's awesome regardless. But I actually prefer the way that it was portrayed uh, in this season. And she goes on to say, Since Ma has only recently been introduced to the Clone Wars series, what is her opinion of how this episode brought the Clone Wars to life for those that did not live through it? Like I said in the beginning, I liked it. I liked it because it's, uh, it finalizes. Not in the way that I know a lot of fans out there may, may have wanted to see the, the final battle. Mm. But it sort of finalizes for one of our main characters that whole part of his life that obviously has been weighing heavily in his mind because we know he, he's distracted. We know he, he has this sort of like flashes of the past. You know, he doesn't know exactly what to think, what to do at the moment. Right. So it's a, a very good way of making him end that part. 
have closure. Had closure for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome to see Rex and Kanan working together so fluidly during the episode, almost like they were around each other longer than they have. Do you think it is because of Kanan's blindness or because Rex is used to working with Jedi in these situations and Kanan had experience working with clones in these situations? I think it's more of the latter. Both of them have experience yeah, yeah. getting hurt either, yeah, yeah. you know. Rex worked how many years with Jedi mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that towards the end before Order 66 Kanan has his, had his own experience and saw what was happening and whatnot so both have experience but yeah it's like you say it's more like they come to trust each other yeah. and know each other better and understand each other and where each other are coming from right and her last question is as a Rex fangirl I was very happy to see that he was unhurt when the droids shot him. <laughs> was Ma just as relieved? For uh, for my sake, yes, she was. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I saw that, Jenna mentioned before that we were not together. I was uh, somewhere else watching. And when I saw that, I actually gasped. I said, oh my God, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's because I saw that part already in a teaser or trailer or whatever it was. So I saw it coming. I honestly didn't react the way that I thought I would have. Again, like I went in days before I thought, oh, man, Rex Rex might get hurt. Who knows what's going to happen to him? But then minutes before watching the episode, I was like, oh, he's going to be fine. I'm not going to worry about this. (laughs) (laughs) And then Amy asked, what is your all time favorite Rex moment? So for me, my all-time favorite moment of Rex, and this is when like I fell in love with him, was when he, in the Star Wars The Clone Wars movie, when Ventress was holding him with the Force and forced him to reveal Anakin's whereabouts. He refused, but he obviously didn't have a choice in the end. And then he ended up saying, and he mentions Anakin by name. So even though he was forced to reveal this information he still manages to keep a part of himself in order to warn Anakin without exactly saying the words, you know, run or whatever. He, he he manages to slip in something that Anakin will know right away that does not sound like Rex. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever because he withstood Ventress's power. And I was just like, this man is, is my man forever. <laughs> now and forever. Um, and I also love, I, I'll always, always love when that droid was disguised as a clone trooper and Rex saw that flare go up on the Rishi moon and he knows right away that this guy that they were talking to isn't a droid, isn't a clone. So he turns and shoots him without even, even asking yeah, him nothing. With yeah. no hesitation whatsoever. And and also when he says Roger, Roger <laughs> before shooting up the shooting up the place. So yeah, I, I love Rex. I have so many favorite moments, but those are the ones that stand out to me as my favorites. Do you? Have any? I don't. You haven't seen much of much no, of Rex. I, I saw at the beginning yeah. of Rex and the relationship, but I, I didn't really get to see. I, I think the parts, and I cannot recall them exactly, but the parts that I ended up liking of what so far I've seen were the moments with Ahsoka. Oh yeah, the the the, the little snippets between them. Yeah, sort of like um, uh, in the beginning, it feels like um. He's my commander and you come in, you're intruding. And, and, and you know, that, that little 
bickering, playful mm-hmm. bickering, and, and I like how how he 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 every now and then will say something to her and to her towards uh, describing her character and things, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she also asks if you could have written the fortune cookie for the last battle, what would what would it say? Ooh. <laughs> That's an awesome question. Yeah, and I and I made my and I told myself I have to think about this when I'm on my ride home. Why didn't you tell and me I, this before? I know, and I, dang it, <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to write it. Honestly, I am not good with words. I never really was. <laughs> Um, if anything, mine would be more on the humorous side, and it'd probably be along the lines of war. What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and that would be my fortune cookie. But honestly, I I I was never one for wise words, and uh, hopefully, my <laughs> will will chime in with one. Well, there's a um, a quote from Bertrand Russell that says, "War does." not determine who is right only who is left and these two sides neither of them were right but at the end the ones who were left left were the ones and and if you think about it who is left in the end you know so that's the only thing i could think of and i had to search it because like my daughter i'm not good with words (laughs) i i can tell you straightforward things you know but like bring anything to mind, I I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and it makes me wonder how the writers even like, come up with this like stuff. Some, some of them are are things that you would actually hear in conversation, like things that have been passed by word of mouth. But other things, like it makes you wonder how they would be able to summarize the episode so in just those few, few words. words. <laughs> So yeah, that is quite the task. And thank you, Amy. That was a very yeah, awesome, so you, you had difficult thinking. question. Yeah, you had us thinking here for, for a while. <laughs> like, what could it be? Yeah. And Stefan asked, uh, we already answered your previous question about what Kanan meant by most of the time. But his second question is, why do you think we have to wait two weeks for the following three episodes? <laughs> so, so unfortunately, there is no new episode this weekend. The next new episode is on the next weekend, which is November 5th. And I think the reason why there's no new episode this weekend is because it's Halloween weekend. Most kids are going to be entertained by whatever Halloween parties are happening on on Saturday. So they accounted for that and they decided, you know, we're we're going to be partying. And I'm sure all these other people are going to be partying. So let's just put the show on the break for a week. And actually, I think the next episode after that is November 19, Iron Squadron. So we're going to have another week in between those two episodes and that one i'm not sure oh you know what it is it might be veterans day i think that might be right in the middle november 11 november 12 so maybe that's why they took that week off and it's gonna be hard because once halloween comes it's gonna be holiday season so you're gonna find a lot of weeks in between that there's just not gonna be any new episode so yeah there's always a reason and it's not just because they want to make us wait it's for legitimate reasons and the 
the next question is from Matt. Matt asks, A lot of fans have said that this episode not only brings closure for Kalani and Rex, but also to fans of the Clone Wars series. I'm more of a casual fan of the show. I got more into it after Rebels, so I never felt the need for closure on the Clone Wars. Revenge of the Sith and Rex and Ahsoka's story in Rebels kind of did that for me. It sounds to me like you were a huge fan of Clone Wars. Did you feel like you needed more resolution of the Clone Wars story? And if so, did this episode do that? Thanks again for the fun podcast. I especially like your positive outlook and the multi-generational aspect of the show. My daughter and I listen to it while we drive her to school. So So that's cool. That's cool that you listen to it with your daughter. It's always a treat when we have listeners who are listening to it with their children. And if you listen to this one, go to school and learn how to ride and think efficiently (laughs) so that if anybody asks you ever what fortune cookie do you think (laughs) the episode will fit you know what to say (laughs) unlike me and my daughter who have no clue And it's also late. We're recording late at night. Our brains are fried after a long day of work. So actually, mine is always fried. So, <laughs> um, But in terms of your question, I am a huge fan of the Clone Wars. Clone Wars is what made me a, a bigger Star Wars fan. I've always loved Star Wars. It just, I, I got more excited about it because of this series. So when it got canceled, I was heartbroken because we expected more out of the series. We expected it to have a, an actual end to the story and we didn't it was just abruptly done and then all of a sudden this new show was announced but I wasn't one of those fans who was like oh I'm not gonna watch this show because Clone Wars was cancelled I like I the moment they announced the voice cast and I saw Freddie Prince Jr. in it I was over the she moon was about sold. it I was just like this this is my kind of show right here so when uh, this episode aired it was a great closure for the characters it was a great episode for me I, I loved it I enjoyed enjoyed it. It was a great homage to Star Wars The Clone Wars series, but I don't think it was the end that I I would want personally. Like I my end would be all of season 6, all of season 7, all of season 8. So that, that's the end that I want. I I like to have all the details that led up to that final moment. And that final moment I thought was going to be fleshed out in one of the stories that's out now. But this episode was, again, it was a great treat. I really enjoyed it. I'm not sure how it contributes to the whole overall story of what's happening. I mean, yeah, Sabine and Hera got fuel, but that's pretty much it. They didn't really go forward. Because uh, to me, I think it was more about closure for our two characters. Yeah, yeah it was closure one, for the characters. One, one, one which is of a rebels group, one member of a rebels group that he needed to sort of like round his experience and his reason for being because like he says, they were bred for this. Mm -hmm. It's like growing and never getting to do anything and the end of your life comes and you say, but why am I here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why was, what was the purpose? So to me, it was... 
his moment to close the book yeah on, on that, that on chapter, that part yeah i'm like you uh, i just recently started watching i'm pretty sure that by the time i end up watching the the, the last episodes that were recorded of the clone wars i'm probably gonna feel the same way is it's what happened what's gonna happen where are we going from here you know probably gonna have the same feelings right but as of now i'm like you i'm to me, I saw it as a not as a wrap ending, up. a wrap up of the whole Clone Wars thing, but a wrap up for this one character yeah, exactly. and his experience. Yeah, yeah. Because if anything, that episode made me want Clone Wars even more. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe that. Yeah, if, I don't know if the writers thought. Hopefully, they'll be happy with that. You're you're dead wrong because <laughs> I want actually more Clone Wars after that. So it was definitely not closure for me and I definitely want more is uh, my summary to that <laughs> and JD said people are complaining about Chopper being a duch ech machina always saving the day basically what are your thoughts on that that's a good point I never really put much thought into the fact that Chopper is sort of the one coming to their rescue in a way like this episode he found that shuttle but there are instances where Chopper is like that in the premiere episode where he was fried by that dismantler droid. I don't know. I don't feel that. Yes, he contributes a lot. And, and yes, he is there for the others when the others need it. But you could say the same for the other characters as well when their time to shine comes to fruition, you know, when it comes in. Like, I don't feel that it is him always. No, it's it's not. But he is in most of the time. He has a very opportune moment to actually help the Well, team. nobody cares about him. They just see a, a droid walking, rolling around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he he has that going on for him. And, and the group has that. The fact that, you know, he can pass around and nobody will question him. Right. And nobody will <laughs> even look at him. Yeah, because if we look at the even just this season so far in the premiere you have him activating all the Y-Wings. You have the episode in Hera where he is the one to, again, save everyone because he puts the bombs everywhere and blows up the place. Then you have this episode where he saves everyone by finding that shuttle. I, I, like, I don't find it distracting personally. I think Chopper, like what my mom says, is easy to bypass, to overlook because of how old he is and how sneaky he can be sometimes. But I, it doesn't bother me personally. Like, I... I mean, look at R2. R2 is always more than capable of saving everyone's behind. Yeah, that's their purpose. That's that's what they're there for. They're that extension. And and I always made this connection that these droids are a reflection of the better part of who we are. They're that. It's it's like thinking what is the better you and realizing it. And this is what these droids represent. C-3PO, R2-D2, Chopper, and the eighth one, the, the new one. AP-5. AP-5, mm-hmm. you know? So if we're there, the better part of us has to be there as well. Mm. And it will be the better part of us that will end up saving the day. Yeah. So, you know, 
I don't know. I, I don't see it as as an annoyance or something. Or hindering the show. show. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But thank you, JD, for your question. And Gary said, hey, guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the evolution of Thrawn and what you anticipate if himself and Ezra come into conflict. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's... Interesting is that when we saw Thrawn in his office looking at all those images, I zoomed in and a lot of that to try to see who we can identify. We saw Hera, we saw Sabine's artwork, we saw some Jedi temple markings, but there wasn't anything really that stood out as something that defined, obviously Ezra in his disguise when he went to the Imperial Academy, but there wasn't anything else that defined Ezra and who he is. So I don't think Thrawn is able to make a, an assessment of Ezra based on just his picture and what he was able to accomplish in the Imperial Academy. Like, he, there isn't much of a trail that Ezra's left behind, in my opinion. And that doesn't work to Thrawn's advantage because he wants to have the whole picture before he confronts someone. Ezra could be the chopper in our discussion. <laughs> the chopper? Yeah, the, you know how we, we were saying that chopper is this droid that everybody ignores and nobody sees uh, I coming. See. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So Ezra could, Ezra be, could that, be the equivalent to that. to that to, to, to Thrawn. Thrawn. I could see that. I, I don't really see them facing off personally. I, 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 honestly, you know, it's interesting because you, you think of Darth Vader and you, you think, yeah, the Jedi are definitely going to face him. You know, that's, that's totally a Kanan, Ezra, Ahsoka thing. But when you think of Thrawn, the person that comes to my mind is Hera. Hera. <laughs> Especially now that they have met. met. That, uh, that, that, and, and that he has her, what's it called? The, her Calicori. Yeah. And Ezra was there and he was no match for Thrawn. He got <laughs> zapped in less than two seconds. So I, I, I don't think Ezra is the... I think Ezra's story is more focused on Maul is more connected to Maul and the Holocron than what it is yes. to Thrawn. Mm. I think Thrawn is someone that Hera is is more of like a nemesis to her than to anyone else, in my mind at least. And Franklin's email, he sent us an email, he asked, Do you think Thrawn will capture that tactical droid and unlock his secrets? Hmm. hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I, I hope not because I would hate for that to happen to Kalani. <laughs> Again, they leave they tend to leave trails. So now they know based on the fact that Governor Price had sent in these troops. They know that they face some of the rebels. He may come to that area and study it. Who knows what information he'll discover and then try to f follow a trail if any trail has been left behind. Or I actually did think of that first ship with the droids that Rex was saying bank to the right, bank right, and it didn't, and it got hit by the AT-AT. Mm -hmm. We don't see it blow up or, or, anything, like or anything like that. So it might have just like crash landed, and maybe those droids get captured and are extracted, and information gets extracted from them. But I, I hope it doesn't happen to Kalani. That, that'd be a sad end to someone who, you know, now has his freedom in a way. And it's no longer fighting against the Republic. <laughs> so that's it. Thank you, everyone, for your awesome questions and your thoughts. We always really, truly appreciate what you guys have to say. And that's that. So stay tuned for our next Rebels chat. When I'm still thinking of that quote. What? what oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Amy, you man, you really like. Yeah, I, I'm actually still thinking about it too. Like, obviously, I wouldn't want war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. As my fortune cookie, but I will think of something. I'll, I'll yes. tweet it. We'll, yes. we'll tweet it. We, we're gonna do that. Yeah, that's, yes. that'll be our homework. Yes, for the next week. <laughs> Since Rebels is not going to be on air this week. So uh, our next Rebels chat will discuss the episode Imperial Super Commandos. Uh, And this is going to be an awesome episode because it features Mandalorians and I'm super excited. In the meantime, make sure to rate and comment on iTunes and Stitcher. Visit thewookiegunner.com and follow Rebels chat and thewookiegunner.com on Twitter. And may the force be with you. Roger, Roger. (laughs) 